guys, and welcome back to another episode of Feed and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. In advance, if you hear some noise of my coffee maker and boiling eggs, that's because today is one of those days, you know, when often happens for entrepreneurs, for people who manage a lot of things and just in general want to get a lot of things done. Um, Schedule is tight, so we are multitasking. But this is true multitasking, you know, as a brain coach, guys. One practical takeaway right away. Multitasking, true multitasking, is that is when you work on one task, on one single task, like recording this podcast, and at the same time, somebody or something like coffee maker and egg boiler are doing other jobs for you. That's true multitasking, trying to engage our brain in all the different activities all at the same time that actually not effective and our brain doesn't know how to multitask at all. We just switch from task to task and that actually takes more resources to accomplish all the different tasks that we need to accomplish. So true multitasking is delegating a lot of stuff and occupying your own brain with just one single task at a time. That's the first practical takeaway. And by the way, my name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health nutrition, brain performance coach, and I help founders, mission-driven entrepreneurs, and their teams to consistently get focused, motivated, energized, so you can deliver your absolute best every day. And for that purpose, I help people to use all kinds of tools from the different fields of neuroscience, research, and integrative health, from nutrition to uh, personal movement, to breathing, to supplements, to all kinds of brain biohacks and protocols for focus, motivation, non-procrastination, etc. So that's about me, but now let's get back to practice. So you already got one practical takeaway. The true multitasking of a human being or any company or organization is when you do one task and you delegate the rest to um, other agents in your life, helping your brain to do one task really, really well. Number two, I already started talking about how I help people to get consistently focused, motivated, energized. And the second practical tool for today, guys, is about learning how to know when you're actually doing your best, when you're actually in a good place to deliver your best your best work, your best performance. And it's actually quite an easy tool that I learned about, not so much learned about really, but stumbled upon while coaching other people. We tried all the different tools and this seemed to work really well for people across the board, whoever I gave it to. So when you wake up, this is the tool, guys, make a mental note. When you wake up, stop for a moment there and kind of feel into where you are today. And I'm not going to be, you know, telling you just feel it. No. And ask yourself, do I want to stay in bed and have a day off or I wake up with that kind of energy? Yeah, I want to get all things done. Like, what is, what are the things that 
I can do today. Like I want to do a lot of things.、So、what are the priorities? What going to bring the most value to my mission, to my vision? But the idea is, guys, when you wake up, just stop for a moment and. Feel into where you are. Do you want to take a day off, and you have kind of pessimistic thoughts or more like anxious, complaining thoughts? So basically, you're more in a negative state of energy and negative state of mind. You want to take a day off. You ask yourself things like, "Oh, do I have to do this? Or I have to do so many things?" Blah 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 blah. Right? You get the idea. So that's the energy when you don't. Have the energy reserve that you need to have in order to over deliver and feel and do and be enthusiastic in your day. And I'm reading this book about sales, sell futures, not features. Very cool book, so much practical stuff that I need to read this book. But one of the first ideas that the author shared there was about enthusiasm. In how important it is to bring that enthusiasm into your work, because if you think about it, who do you buy from the most? Who do you want to work with the most? Probably enthusiastic people, not people who are like oh, uh, 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 uh. or oh, let's do this, or、oh, maybe not. You, you get the idea. The energy level that we perceive coming from other people it matters. That what sells. We want to get. That that makes this person, or that this person promises, will get at this, will get that enthusiasm to us through this product, through this service, right? And so again, back to the tool. When you wake up, don't rush into your day. Just stop there for just a few moments, and see where your mind goes. Are you negative, pessimistic, not wanting to get up, wanting to sleep in, wanting to rest more, or? Are you on fire? And you're like, there are so many things I want to do. Let me see what are the best things I can do. I can invest my energy、uh, into. And you wake up and you're like, oh, the day is so amazing! I can't wait to do something with that, right? And that will tell you where your true energy reserves are. And if they are not where they need to be in order for you to shoot for the moon, then you gotta change something. And most probably, from my experience, those energy levels have to do with not taking proper care of your physical health, not you know doing all the stuff, sleeping enough, recovering enough, resting enough, managing your stress,、uh, not being multitasking and being all over the place and wasting your mental energy. Creating the state of mental fatigue.、Uh, it can be you're not eating right, and that is a huge factor in you not having all the energy you can have. It can be again something dragging you down, some unaddressed issue in your relationships, in、uh, at work.、Uh, that all can contribute, and just not doing simple practices like, for example, viewing sun at appropriate times for、uh, appropriate duration, right? Not moving enough, not drinking enough water, not. Taking proper breaks to restore, restart your mental capacities. Like there are so many things 
that can get into that energy equation. Your brain analyzes all of that, your internal and external environment, and gives you the feelings and thoughts. And if you're more on the negative side, it means that those energy reserves the brain is telling you are not that great. And in that state of lower energy state, you're just not going to be able to deliver. So when you wake up, again, the practical tool is to just take a few moments and see where you naturally would go without telling yourself what you have to do, what you have to be, right? Where are you? What's your state? More negative or more positive and ready to go? So uh, that's tool number two. We learned about multitasking, that true multitasking is really all about delegation, not about making your brain switch from task to task. And the second thing is how do you know how much energy and potential you actually are delivering comparing compared to what you could have? Manage your energy in the morning. When you wake up, where does your mind go? Negative or positive direction? And the third thing that I wanted to talk to you about today is staying focused. A lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people who work for themselves, um, also a lot of creative people find focus on one thing, the thing that you've got to do now, quite hard and quite challenging. And in my practice and learning all the neuroscience of performance that we have now, all the research, I learned that focus is about two simple things. Two simple things, guys. When you get them right, your focus is going to come to you naturally. Number one, you got to be real clear about what it is you're trying to build, to achieve, to create. And it has to be super crystal clear for any single task you decide to dedicate your time to. So, for example, you need to create a presentation for your upcoming talk, right? An often thing that I got to do these days. The clarity it's not just enough to say to yourself, I got to finish a presentation. It's not clear enough. You got to make kind of like a plan for your presentation. Okay, this is a presentation. What's the topic? How many, how many subtopics I need to cover? Sort of like chapters. How many slides per that topic? Okay, uh, what is, what is on the, what is, what am I going to put on every slide to make the minimum viable product, so to speak, right? Let's say the topic is brain nutrition. I need to cover learn creatives by three states. I need to talk about base nutrition. I need to talk about nutrition for each case. And for uh, in each case, I need to talk about each neurotransmitter. And then I just started with the first one. Okay, now... I'm working on the title slide. That's all I'm working on. Okay, now I'm working on the base nutrition. How many slides does this part have? Like crystal clarity, what it is the final product and what is what done looks like. I think that's where I'm trying to get the first thing about your focus, why so many of you guys are struggling. You don't take the time at the beginning of your task to make it crystal clear what done looks like for this very specific task. What done looks like. So goal, the final destination, you got to be clear about that. Now you can get all creative around the edges and in the time constraint and in the constraint of, let's say you decided to do 10 slides, get creative, you know, get, uh, just get crazy with that. But you got to have a final destination and you got to have those constraints where you're going to put your focus into sort of creating the box for your focus and destination. And then the second part, crucial, that's going to 
either make your focus easy or break it. Distraction management. How is your environment? How destructive, so to speak, how hard it is for you to concentrate on things because you are distracted by things in your environment. And that environment environment can have several different things. Noises. Um, how much noise is in there? Whether you want it or not, whether you consider yourself sensitive or not, your brain does pay attention to noise. So try to minimize that noise. Maybe get earplugs if it's uh, or noise canceling headphones like a lot of people already do. Right. So figure out how to reduce noise. Number two, figure out how to reduce uh, stimulation, visual stimulation. And that means choose the room, the place with the most simple design where not a lot of things are moving unless they're kind of moving in the pattern. So your brain kind of gets into this trance. But if they're all, all like, you know, if you're in a coffee shop or co-working, people are coming and going and talking and you think you're not Uh, sensitive to that. You are. Your brain notices all of that movement because it wants to keep you alive and any sort of change in your environment, it's kind of like a small trigger alarm and you're always in that state of a lot lot of triggers. So it doesn't allow you to get into deep focus because your brain doesn't feel exactly safe in that environment. So distractions, noise, so distractions to your ears, visual distractions, right? I usually like to stare at a white wall, maybe there is like a lamp or something, very simple. So my brain does not have any entertainment there and doesn't go into different thoughts. The simpler your environment, visual and noise-wise, the better. The third very important thing, your phone. It has to be off. It has to not make any sound. It has to be out of sight, ideally in the other room. Neuroscience research shows that when your phone is close to you, especially if it's making any sounds, like who works like that with sounds and notifications? Really, guys, it's like uh, first great phone and work literacy. You do not put the sound on with notifications if you want to do any kind productive work. So your phone is away. It's on silent. It's got to be so away that you don't even fo- that you even forget where it is. So your phone management. And then also what helps to not be in a cluttered space, that kind of goes back to visual declutter and simple design and spaces. Just put things kind of in order. You don't have to do super duper big cleanup. All you have to do is put things in order out of sight. So where you look, it's really decluttered. And your brain doesn't think about all the stuff that you need to manage in your apartment or in your room. Make it simple. The simpler you make it, the less clutter, the more structure there is, the easier it is for you to... uh, it's going to be too focus, especially if you are on a creative side. Creative mass is not good for a long focus. Unless, you know, you are making, you're painting a picture and you have a little bit of a mass with colors. But the rest of the space that doesn't support that specific goal, it should be really tidy. So it, dis- so it doesn't distract you from your one single purpose for that 
work. Also, your computer also got to be not cluttered, not hundreds of tabs and apps that send you notifications. Put your also your computer into no notification, do not disturb mode. Most laptops have this mode. Um, if you update your operating system, that's what you're probably going to have. Those settings do not disturb and then you get no notification, nothing. And then tab. Just if you need to do some research, open Google and that's it, or whatever search engine you use. And that's it. Not millions of tabs with Facebook, LinkedIn, email notifications. This is like, it has to be taught at schools, like how you help your brain to focus. Your brain manages everything. So the more there is to manage, the less resources you're going to have available for your work. As simple as that. So focus about two things. Clarity of goal, of vision. It got to be really crystal clear what it, what done looks like. And number two, distractions. Your noise, visual distractions, clutter, your phone, your cluttered computer screen and all the notifications that can pop up. So distractions and clarity of end destination. That's what focus is all about. And then you don't have to struggle with focus. It's going to come to you naturally. If you sit down to work on your computer and you're facing a white wall and there is no visual or noise distractions, do you really think it's going to be hard for you to focus on one task? that you are doing, there's nothing else to do. Your brain will do something. And if you give it just one task, one possibility to escape, so to speak, that's exactly what your brain gonna do. Especially if you have a very clear plan of action. Okay, now I'm working on the introductory slide. Okay, now I'm working on dopamine neurotransmitter and all the foods that um, people gotta eat to improve dopamine levels, right? I'm just talking about my stuff, but you get the idea. Clarity and distraction management. That's all that focus is all about. Well, not all. Nutrition has a part in it, in it to play. And we're going to talk about it more this month. But for environment and the mental cognitive side of things, those are two things that are crucial for focus. The clarity of end destination and distraction management. And don't forget about... The other two things that will also play into your focus. Don't multitask. That doesn't work. True multitasking is about delegation to devices, uh, services, apps, and people. And your energy levels. That's huge for your focus. The more energy you have, the easier it's going to be for you to focus and deliver more effectively at any given point of time. How do you know how much energy and reserve you have? When you wake up, just see where your mind goes. Negative, positive. Goes negative, you have something to work on. Positive, you're good to go. Green lights everywhere. And that's what I do as a brain coach. I give people tools like this, but I don't just give them and tell them do this. I actually coach them through so they don't fail and they do it consistently. Because coaching, guys, it's all about consistent implementation of certain routines and protocols and learning how to implement it in any life situation because any result in life depends on consistency and having a coach guiding you tracking your progress supporting you when you don't feel like it making keeping you accountable that's a huge thing 
and helping you to shape your mindset, your self-talk, so you also support yourself, right? That's what coach does. And if you want some help with shaping your brain in the direction that you want, having super effective brain that delivers genius on demand, reach out. Let's see how we can work together. Besides that, guys, have an awesome day. Use your focus where it needs to be. If you have any questions, again, reach out, follow me on Instagram. That's where you can learn more. I create a lot of videos. I answer a lot of questions. So check it out. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.